Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. All you need is your phone. Now, how many of us, we all have our phone, right? So what way to create a podcast on your phone real quick and easy? That's what I'm doing. I'm starting it out, starting my day out, just creating a podcast before I start work. That's how easy it is. And better yet, Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify an Apple podcast, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So how easy is that? And think, Anchor has it and it's all a one-stop shop. So check out Anchor at anchor.fm or go to the app and check it out. Have a good one, everyone. Welcome to the What's Next podcast for women. This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join our host, Pamela Stone. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's Next Podcast for Women. We got a lot going on today. It's national, it is National Woman's Day. Wow. The year is going by so fast, right? So first and foremost, before I bring my amazing co-host for this week, I can't wait for you guys to meet her and hear her story and things. Um, I want to, first of all, welcome you all. And those who don't know me, my name is Pam, and I am your host of What's Next for Women podcast. The podcast where we come in and we talk about and how to conquer the what ifs and I can'ts so we can go after the what's next. And I'm always getting that question, well, what is the what's next? Well, the what's next is if you want to climb up the corporate ladder or if you're wanting to go after entrepreneurship but don't know where to start or how to even start, or better yet, you're looking for that tribe or support. Well, that's what we do here. We do it all to help you get you to your what's next. And let me tell you, if I can't get you there, trust and believe, I will have, I have thousands of other amazing co-hosts as you'll meet one in just a few minutes, who can help you get there. Um, as you know, today's Win Wednesday. Drop it in the feed below. We have a lot of celebrations going on. But the Win is Win Wednesday is all about what is your goal for this week? And if you have met it, we want to cheer you on. If you set the goal, but you just haven't started, we still want to cheer you on because any goal set is a recognized celebration. And then those of you who are like, I want to set a goal, but I don't even know where to start at. Still drop that in the feed because it's recognized, you're rec- being recognized for getting yourself moving to your what's next. As well as lastly, I think this is it. Lastly, um, today's episode is all sponsored by um, Vision Made Magazine, the magazine that empowers and inspires you going after your what's next. It is a quarterly magazine that has stories in there from women who are doing some amazing work, power words, as you all know, I always talk about it, which We'll get to talk to my guests about it, as well as the backbone of it, the vision boards. How many of you have a vision board? As you can see, look, see here above me, the vision board. So drop. So if you're interested in grabbing a copy of Vision Made Magazine, go ahead and DM me and drop it in the feed as well. Oh, yeah. And then today you guys have three tasks. I promise you they're super simple. One, tonight's hashtag is I am vision made. So every time you see this 
see this episode, please drop I, hashtag I am vision made. And then also number two is any of this that we're talking about tonight, let's do something fun and let's drop an emo, a fire mode emoji. So every time you see, hear something that is resonate with you, drop a fire emoji so we can know that you are following us. And those of you who are listening to the replay, always put the hashtag replay. It's just so I know who is listening live, Versus who is following, who is following me, who's listening to me later on. That's it. No holds or anything like that. So without further ado, let me bring Alison <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you, lady? I totally forgot it was National Women's Day. How yeah. can I remember our day? I know, right? <laughs> it's all about us. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> Well, what a perfect way to celebrate with having you on here. It's been a minute since we've got to really sit and chat. So I'm so excited, so excited to have you on here. So I did let everybody know that if they have any questions for us as we as we go through the episode tonight's show, drop them in the feed. We will definitely address them. We by chance, don't get to address them tonight. We definitely will address them within 24 hours. So let me read your bio. Oh my goodness. I had to read it. So I've read it three <laughs> times to make sure I got it down. So hopefully I'll, I'll apologize now if I mess this up. But everybody, this is Allison Greek, a former corporate HR leader and recovering type A perfectionist, I understand, Turn it, turned healthy success coach. She worked in the corporate world for almost 20 years coaching leaders and employees at all levels on a variety of workplace issues, from communications, breakdowns, workflow efficiencies, performance management, and other personal issues that can begin to impact the workplace. It was it was in corporate career that I learned that she learned her love for coaching others and helping them solve and overcome their complex problems that were perceived roadblocks to their success. As she continued to grow personally and professionally, she noticed so many struggles with balancing life and thriving career to the point where they lost themselves in process. And this happened to her in her career. Totally, I totally can relate, which I can't wait to talk to this more. She saw so many women who liked to struggle, who struggled, who struggled with chronic exhaustion and burnout from trying to keep up with the demands we, or sometimes others, put on ourselves to be successful. And I found, and she found that when she was, when she's chased what felt was the most successful, she lost things that were important to her, her health, important relationships, even connection to who she really was. She learned then that then she needed to redefine what was meant to be success, what meant, what means to be successful, that it doesn't need to fit society's norms and for truly feeling rewarding, that our goals need to be aligned to our values and what matters to us, and that we need to realign integrity, oh my goodness, with who we are. So she decided to leave corporate and be part of the solution that drives women purpose, success in a healthier, more fulfilling way without sacrificing their health, sanity, or important relationships. That is amazing. Huh. I was like, did I say a lot? <laughs> yes. But it's so true. It's so true. That, and I'm glad that you had. So it even works. And it's so perfect for Easton to talk about because it's National Woman's Day. Yeah. <laughs> but was there anything else you would like for everyone to know more about you before we go any further? You know, I think 
I think especially maybe something I want to say that's really important to me, especially on National Women's Day, is that especially I think as we go through the climbing the corporate ladder or doing whatever it is that we're trying to um, do to pursue our career success, especially as women, sometimes we do it in a way that we feel like we're trying to fit societal norms. I think you and I talked about that when we met months ago. And I really think it's so important that women, that we break barriers by not fitting molds, you know, whatever that may be. And I think that's where, even as I started pursuing this coaching journey for me, when I, when I decided to leave corporate, I found myself again, starting to try to find, follow what other coaches mm-hmm. were doing and those norms. And I went, wait a minute, I pursued this career because I wanted to break out of, you know, the cycle of fitting into a box and we need to be able to do that. Even if it does look a little bit different or me look differently than what others tell us we should do. We need to really stay authentic to who it is and how, who it is that we are and how it is that we want to pursue our careers. So. I so agree with you. So let's take a step back. When you were in corporate, the corporate and any part of your corporate life prepare you for the coaching and it's so what, how did it do it? How? Absolutely. So I was in corporate leadership or I worked in corporate America for 20 ish years, even though I'm only 25. I'm kidding. (laughs) But I, you know, I, when I take a step back and look at all the different roles that I played, especially the ones that I really enjoyed, because I think we need to also make sure that what we do plays to our strengths. And I know there will always be nuances, regardless of what you do, where you're going to see those things where you're just like, oh, I don't love this part of my job. I mean, even now as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, there's the tech side of things where I'm going to say that is not my expertise. But I learned that even before I moved into leadership officially, I was coaching people. And funny enough, how I first started coaching people was in I'm laughing when I think about this, but I actually coached employees on how to, what was it that we did? Where were you called collection calls on how to do collection calls in a way where you can grab rapport with the person that you're talking to and not beat them over the head because it was still important for us to have relationships. Right. These people, regardless if they were passed due on their accounts, we wanted them to come current and still be, customers of ours. And so, you know, that was something that I was pretty good at, regardless if somebody was struggling, because we've all been there. We've all struggled in some capacity. So you can work with people while showing compassion and while getting them to move forward in the way that you need. And so I found my, I found I was coaching people then because I, I coached those that were struggling with how to do that effectively. And that was a new role they created that I was one of the first people to join and help people. So that was my first start back in like 2002. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, then I found myself moving into leadership and leadership is all about coaching. Mm -hmm. I did well, and there were the things that I didn't do so well and had to learn a lot about myself and my own process through that. So I so agree with you. I have to say, when I first started this journey, 
I could say I did, corporate never taught me nothing. I really used to say that corporate no. never. And as you keep as I bring on more of you empowering co-hosts, I'm like, yep, you're right. <laughs> I remember when, and I too started in HR, so I totally, yeah. totally relate with you. You know, I had did the the uh, employee relations. You know, when they were there was some confrontations with employees, I had to come in and I was the facilitator, and then I, you know we coached them through the solving of the problem. So I totally can relate with you on how corporate did, it did prepare me. Relations, I think is the biggest help into learning how to navigate situations because you really have to pull yourself out of looking at situations from an emotional standpoint. And I think it made me become a little bit more neutral in my approach. So I could truly look at both sides. And I'm sure that's something you learned in doing in working in employee relations too, because people come in so highly charged and emotional. And sometimes you get some pretty interesting things and you also have to learn how to check your own emotions. Okay. I'm seeing this and I might feel this way about it personally, but I'm not here to make this personal about myself right now. How do I take a step back, look at this from a neutral lens and really start trying to navigate the facts so we can handle this in, in a more effective way. Yeah, I agree wow. with you. I so agree with you. I was a majority of, I led HR teams too, and yeah. my handled the employee relations, but that was probably my favorite. Yeah, it, it was. It, I have to say too, it was to, at first I was like very hesitant and <laughs> I don't know why, because I, you know, once I'm like, oh, I really like this. I, you know, but it really, I, I really had, I'm too, I did too have to step back and really, but I had to really assess myself. I really had to do a check on, okay, what can I bring to the table to improve on them as well as still being in this and, and being on the norm or the being that person that is implementing the core values and missions of the organization, as well as then throwing and making sure I didn't lose my core about individual core values. So that really had taught me how to, how to put the all three together, become out with such a successful plan. So I totally agree with you there. Love that you just said that, that you also had to think about your own values when you went through and how you handled it, because we can't comment. That's, that's, I think, the struggle that sometimes people find themselves, especially in corporate and not that, you know, I used to always tell people if it's not illegal, it's not against policy and it's not unethical. Right. So it's there, there isn't an issue here, you know, we right. have those things, but sometimes even though it might not hit those three areas for ourselves, it may become out of integrity and that's ex- eventually where I found myself and why I found myself deciding to leave because some of the ways I needed to handle things, even though, again, following those three things, it wasn't against policy, it wasn't illegal, and it technically wasn't unethical, but it didn't start feeling right with how I needed, where I needed to go with it. And I realized that as much as I love this, that there's a different way for me to pivot and now not have others dictate how I need to handle situations that now I can 
look at helping people in the way that I truly want to. Not that I meant to like sidetrack us and move us no, over here. No, but you're so, but no, it's so needed because we, let's be honest, there's women out here that are listening to us around the world that are sitting in the same space that we once were. And they're like, okay, what do I do? Or where do I even think, where am I even going to go? Or how even one better yet, how can I just even wrap my mind around it? Because let's be honest, when we first did started knowing the move where we wanted to move to, it took a lot of self, inner self-connection. And it Mm -hmm. took a lot of self-confidence even to know, okay, I'm doing this. Like you said, even like you even said, we're out here wanting to live the ex- normal life, not the norm and stepping out. So I always make up my own words. And <laughs> and when we're out here, we want to live our lives, not the lives of what society wants. And I think that is so important for women around the world to understand that it's okay to live your life and not anyone else's life, but also know that you have that support system because some women do need that support um, and, a, you know, and to validate what you're doing is right. We all do at some yeah. point. Some point. Yeah, because when you start out doing something that doesn't make sense to people, you're going to get the critics and those who are going to say, why? That makes no sense. You were doing so good over there. I don't understand why you would go and risk all of that to go and do this because it is a risk when you decide to move on. And you you mentioned something, the inner reflection, inner, um, you know, kind of connecting to yourself to really determine how you're going to go about it. And I'll say that's what I had to do a lot of. I'm a person of faith and it's OK if other people don't share my same beliefs. But, you know, I'll share for me. Before I decided to leave, because I, it's, I feel like sometimes we lock down our intuition too much. And that's now what I try to draw out in women again. So we can really, we have that inner knowing when something feels good or doesn't for us and not just feels good. Like, oh, you know, it feels like gut, gut wise, the inner wisdom, they say our gut is our, is our second brain. And with our gut wisdom, Our intuition isn't something where there's necessarily a feeling. And that's why we get, we can easily stuff it away. Our fear is what brings up the feelings about things. And so the intuition is that gentle nudge of where you just hear something where it goes, "Mm, that doesn't feel right. And you go, yeah, I heard that, but I don't understand why. So I'm just going to stuff it down. So I think what happens is you you hear it. And sometimes and women were, we're really good at this. We continue to stuff it down, stuff it down, stuff it down until it gets too loud. And it's almost yelling at us. And I think that's where it got for me where then I didn't realize, okay, why, what is going on and what does it want me to do? So I almost had to have, I called it my own come to Jesus meeting. And I just had to get quiet and still almost for the whole month of June before I decided to leave. And just got quiet to just say, okay, where do I think this is leading me? So I could come to that conclusion, not make an an emotional decision based on what I thought was going on. And some people, you know, there will be those critics still that will always go, no, you jump ship. It was emotional. And you go, no, you don't know all the inner work that I did before I went. No, we're going to take this. We have to take this leap of faith in order to continue to move forward. I, w- I totally can connect with you talking about that. Going back a little bit, you talked about that inner poke. 
Okay, I'm one of those women I can truly testify to, and I am very, very spiritual and very, um, very uh, emotional attached to to God. And and I, you know, I had the soft poke, and I know it was him. Like, okay, hello, and I'm like, okay, whatever, that's just something. Well, one day I started, I did start doing some inner work to myself, and that particular day he poked me really hard, and he's like, now listen. He like shoves you. <laughs> You're just not listening. So let me help you out a little bit more. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't, but it was just like, I'm talking to you and I have been talking to you. You're just not listening to me. Mm-hmm. But, what, but once you do start to admit to that, it's a totally different, I can say uh, it's totally different. It is yeah. nothing like any other. And it's not scary. It's just like he's just trying to get your attention. As we all do, you know, we think we can handle it all by ourselves. And he's like, mm, I'm here. I got you. Let me show you how. And you're like, no, no, no. And I was one like, no, no, no. I can do it by myself. And he's like, okay, well, let me. I'm going to let you do it for a minute yeah. by yourself. But let me help you show you that you can't do it without me. So yeah. I totally agree with that nudge and that interconnection. But I really like though that you had talked about we have the critics and we, mm-hmm. and we all face them. But how did you face the critics when they're like, mm, are you sure? Or you did that? How did you handle it? So a few different ways. And I'm not going to say it's always the best way. You know, I, I still think they're definitely out there. So some of them were actually my maybe I shouldn't say, but you know what I'm going to some of family, you know, sometimes, and they, you know, and I have to remember that they usually mean well, because they just want what's best for us. And a lot of people don't understand the desire to go out and do something on your own, especially when it's a role they don't understand because it doesn't exist in like corporate, you know, they're the traditional corporate settings. And so, you know, they, they look at those traditions and, you know, climbing the career ladder and doing those things, there's nothing wrong with that. That is, if I didn't have this nudge, I would continue. That would be my trajectory. That's what I was doing. And, and that's meant for some people. And then there's others where we get called to do something else. And I think, I remember my father-in-law was one of the first ones who, because I had switched companies slightly before I decided that. And and there were, you know, there's so many different things I could say that kind of were promptings on like, "Mm." and that maybe was a blessing in disguise at the time because I had no reason to go. It just seemed like it was a great opportunity and I was climbing the corporate ladder. That's what I thought I wanted to do. And this was the next you know, one of the next steps I wanted to follow to, to continue in the career path I had for myself. And sometimes I think we're taken out of a place where we're comfortable so you can actually understand where it is that you need to go, that you are starting to go off track. So it's that, okay, here we're at a crossroads right now. You can either stay in this place that you know, that you've been working in and like for, for the past 20 years, or you can go to this place of the unknown. And I think we're always in these, this place of we're either looking at the, the fear of uncertainty of, I don't know what this is, or is it the, you know, sometimes for people, it's they're weighing two, two things, the fear of uncertainty or the pain of their current circumstances. Right. And, you know, yeah, there were some things that weren't 
jiving with me at the new organization I had moved to at the time. But I realized, you know, I've, I've been here before. I can either accept it or I can go to another organization if I, you know, I, I can find a way to make this work. I can either, you know, find ways to continue to work with the team that I'm here to work with or I can move on if it's not feeling, you know, I'm having that out of alignment with my values feeling. But it wasn't that. It was, no, this this is a time to move forward. So I remember going back, my father-in-law saying, well, did you make a mistake when you left? And I had to tell him, no, I don't believe in mistakes. Right. I believe in feedback. And I think had I not left, I would not have realized this is where I needed to move. I would have stayed where it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes we're put in certain situations for us to look at and evaluate where, where is it that I really want to go and start evaluating what's important, what matters and what impact we really want to have on the world. I agree with you. I love that. I love that you said that. Well, we're going to flip it a little bit. And I have read your bio on Facebook. And one part that really, I really love is where you had talked about living the optical healthy life. So how do we get to that point in one tip, give one tip on how we can do that? Because, you know, we are moving in this fast paced world, um, even though we're, you know, we we're still fighting COVID and we're trying to still move and still trying to. What is one way we can get to that space where we can even start heading down that right road? Yeah. So optimal health. Right. Yes. Uh, I was like, what did I say? Where was this? <laughs> I see a lot of things. <laughs> oh gosh, you're putting me on the spot with trying to think of one sentence. I would say this because I could say so much. Well, first, the caveat I would say is I don't believe health is just the physical body. Our body is more than just, you know, a wobbling head on our physical bodies. Our, you know, we need to be fully healthy, so emotionally, mentally, and even spiritual healthy. And I really think that again comes to really being connected to who you are and what your values are. I think when you can have that connectedness, it is the root of what you need. And then you can realize the importance of taking care of the whole you. And there's so much I could say on that, but you gave me like one quick blurb. (laughs) That is great though, because we do need to, but I think that's at least that's a starting point for people to even start knowing how to start living that way. We have so many people that are stuck in, you know, I've talked to people about COVID and they're just like, you know, COVID, when is it going away? Instead of let's work on, let's work on bypassing that and work on us. You know, there's so much we can do. We can do so much more and stop worrying about the, you know, the society and the norm of society. And let's work on that. Because to me, if we could live on the abnormal of society, I feel we can conquer this in such a different way than ways to be handled. That's just me. That's just me. Honestly, that is the catalyst of what caused me to leave because I went, okay, because I saw it happening. And so I guess where my values felt like they were starting to struggle was we're in this very odd time of the pandemic, you know, the pandemic had just started. A lot of us didn't really know much about it at the time. Right. A lot of uncertainty. Who knew that we would still be kind of living it a little bit now? It's just now we're trying to, it's the new norm somehow. Right. We're adjusting and adapting to. 
But in that moment, I just saw how it was impacting so many people at work and how we were still expecting them to show up in a certain way, but they weren't able to take care of them, their whole selves. And it was just, I just went, I, I just can't like, I, I know I can still expect certain things. And that's what really was the catalyst for me to decide. I don't know if I feel right continuing to push people along and yes, you know, I'm going to step in and help them the way I need to, but there were some things that just, I didn't feel were the way I would have handled it. If I had the, the majority of the say, Right. I went, okay, I, I can't. And I, and that was my biggest piece is I don't, I think if we were at a different place within ourselves throughout all of this, we might've, who knows how things would have, would have looked, you know, a year ago and how we could have handled and come together a little bit better and understand each other with more compassion and so I just feel like that starts with women. My heart is women, National Women's yeah. Day, uh, which I didn't remember until now. But I just, I feel women, we are so more, much more powerful than we give credit for. And I almost think that's why people want to silence us more and why we even silence each other. Yes. And so that's where I went, okay, we need to look at health. But everybody is so focused on health is me just not getting sick. And right. yeah, that is a part of it, but it's my thoughts. You know, I, I feel true health is it starts in the mind first because what we believe is actually, you know, they say what we believe is what we become. I just did a challenge um, with some women recently. I called it think it to achieve it because truly what you think is what you're, and if you believe it, you can achieve it. So if it's yeah. the things that you're holding on to, guess what you're going to see more of? You're going to see more negative and that may cause you to impact. It may cause impact to your physical well-being. And so there's just so much connection there. And I really feel like it starts an inside job with you yes. first. And then it's you start seeing the external results from that. I agree with you. So agree with you there. This is so interesting. I'm glad you got to join me. We got to talk. And I hope that people are out here. She's dropping nuggets. She's giving you ways to live that opportunity. Look, I can't say it. Optimal <laughs> life, but healthy life. But you need to learn how to. And she just told you how to do it. So let me ask you this. If we have what well, we do, there's women around the world that listens to this podcast. And they're sitting at their desk like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm sitting at the corporate world. What, what's my first step? What would you tell them the first step will be? For going crazy. Yeah. I think the first thing is, I, you know, we, again, we stuff down our intuition and we need to learn how to listen to ourselves. Mm. Like that. And so if I was going to say first, you know, the first step would be really starting to listen to your true voice. And if you don't know how to do that, then you're going to find, need to find ways to, to find stillness in your life. And I know in a busy, hustling, bustling world, and we are all moving at rapid paces constantly, even if you just have five minutes to just get quiet. And when you're not adding that quiet time to your daily practice and you first start doing it, it can almost seem like you're getting assaulted by your thoughts. Yeah. I think when you can make a, a part of getting really used to having that time with yourself, some would call it meditation. I, you know, 
Yes, I'll say it's that, but I really believe it's just getting quiet and really having that time to really listen to what's going on and start taking notice of what are those thoughts that I'm constantly thinking? Are they positive? Are they negative? And how do I, if they're negative, why? And how can I start flipping them so I can start seeing more positivity in my life? So true. Well, right now we're halfway already, halfway through the show already, which is so I know, right? Time's going by fast. So I'm going to give you a minute to just catch your breath. When I'm going to stop here to give a station break. But I wanted everyone to know, if you are interested in getting a copy of This You Made magazine, the magazine that is printed quarterly and is all about empowering, inspiring women to go after their what's next. Women are always like, well, I just need, I need that up. Well, Vision Made Magazine is that ump that can get you over. So if you're interested in getting a copy of Vision Made Magazine, drop it in the feed or you can DM me and I will definitely connect you and let you know how you can get a copy of Vision Made Magazine. And so you guys, today is all about National Women's Day, right? We always have women co-hosts on, but today was really special because Allison has dropped many nuggets. Look, I got... I'm using on page number two now, you guys. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> She's dropped so many. So I hope you guys have dropped your, have been able to write down, grab your pen and paper. If there's anything that has resonated with you while we are talking, I would love to see the fire emojis. You know, what's, you know, fire is all about hearing the empowerment that you're receiving. So if you find that you're hearing something that you resonate with, drop them emojis. Love to hear them emojis see those emojis. Not only that, it's Win Wednesday. You know, I love to celebrate your win. You'll get to hear our win for the week, but we definitely want to hear yours before we go to the end of the show. So as we're going through the show, drop your win here so we can shout you out. If you're needing help on getting to your win or even how to start your win, just drop and say, help. And I definitely will connect with you. If I can't help you get to your goal, I have Ashley. I have thousand other co-host as herself that will can help you get you to your what's next. So please do not hide behind your I can'ts and what ifs. So you we're here to help you and empower you. So Ashley, real quick, what do you do for self-care for yourself? Allison. I'm so proud. What do I do? Oh my gosh. You know, I think a lot of people think self-care is, and and it can be, I think these things are all good things like massages and pedicures, but really what I find, especially on this, you know, solopreneur journey is slowing down. And believe me, I'm, I'm a person who normally loves to go fast. And one of the things that I actually just love to do is go and walk outside mm. nature, even though it's hot as heck here in Arizona still, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to cool down, but is going out, getting into nature, walking, even if it's just 30 minutes, you know, sometimes it's even just 10. If I can just get outside for a moment, breathe in some fresh air and either listen to a podcast or sometimes I'll even walk with nothing. Yeah. It helps me either clear my mind because we just always have so much going on in there. And it can also bring out things that I may be thinking, whether it's to work with clients on or just some things that maybe I need to work through myself. Because 
regardless of coaching women, and you probably know this, it doesn't mean we're immune to having our own, you know, negative self-talk. And we have to do the same work that we help others with on a day-to-day basis. And I just call it when we do this, we're building that resiliency muscle. Absolutely. I so agree with you. Well, one part of the show that we always do is book on the shelf. As we always talk about what we're what we're reading. Um, I always do this because I, as we are building and empowering each other with the words, with the wisdom, with the with the tribe, we also still have to do that with our mind. And one way I do that is with a book. You know, books can can take us to another level on so many ways. So with that, what book are you reading? What book am I not reading? Um, I am always reading something, whether, and it's usually, I'm a personal growth junkie. I believe if I'm not growing, I'm dead. So I'm reading a couple different things. And I might share one that I've already read that might be good for others. But two that I'm reading right now is Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And if you haven't read it, it's amazing because it is all about how our mind and our mindset and the mind sh- mindset shifts that we need to make to truly lead successful lives. That's what he talks about in this book. And so much of it resonates with what I do with, with the women I work with. The other one, only because it again has some res- resonates with me on, I, I say I'm the healthy success coach because I want people to pursue success in a healthy, more fulfilling way. Yes. And- There's a book that I didn't even realize was out there until one of my coaches told me about it. They're like, uh, your business really sounds aligned with this. Have you read this book? I said, no, but I need to. And it's Thrive by Ariana Huffington from the Huffington Post. And so she's all about exactly, I mean, so much of it is really what I work with the driven professional woman on so they can really learn how do we redefine success? is the biggest. But if I can make one plug of a book, sure, sure. my life this last, the last couple of years is Dream Big by Bob Goff. Have you read it? Yes, I have. I have uh, it on Google. I have it on Google. Uh, <laughs> oh so, my goodness. Yes. You talked about it on your, on your podcast before? I have not. I have, no one else has read it. And I was like, you guys got, I keep saying everybody read it so we can come okay. back. Okay. We're talking about this book, this book. In fact, I've done some exercises with it. I've kind of stole some, you know, some just some tidbits of like, Oh, I think I'm going to use this to help, you know, some of my clients. I've, I've brought it in, in some of my sessions, but this book almost helped become the catalyst of me changing my career tra- trajectory. Actually, I would say it was the tipping of the iceberg. So when I had my come to Jesus meeting, it was one of the books I read And this book is all about how we need to dream bigger in our lives. We usually dream really small dreams. And there's this one exercise in the book that was so eye-opening that I'll let your viewers know about that maybe you did. And and maybe it was a great opportunity for you. I don't know if it had any, you know, bearing on what you're doing now. But there's this exercise where you go through and you write down all the things in your life that you want to do. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. I mean, it could be as easy as I want to buy a new car to I'm going to go buy, you know, I want to own my own island one day. I don't want to know own my own island. That is not something I aspire to. (laughs) But what I found in that, because then I went through and started 
categorizing these things and saw that there were different themes and I called them big, small and medium goals. And I really saw my desire to empower and uplift women. I didn't know what that meant in that moment, but I just kept seeing this theme and I was like, whoa, what does this mean? And that's when I even went more inward and then eventually said, I think God is calling me to this. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah, I do the same thing. I did it with, I had them draw the big pit, you know, the big circle and put that oh. in the middle. I did, that's what I do. And so I totally connected with you. And actually that's how Vision Made Magazine came up, up of what to empower women was that. I'm like, I never thought of that. Okay. Okay. I got you. So I totally relate with that. But yeah. It's so funny. Every time we talk, we realize so much more about ourselves that are so intertwined, you know, (laughs) you know, the corporate, the way we decided to go off and do different things. That that book and it kind of made you do the same same thing. Oh my goodness. guys have to read it and if if everybody if we can get five people even to talk about i love that book i listen to it in my car i mean well, i will reread it again so it's one of those that there are many books that i don't think i i always hold on to whether yes. i don't know if i'm going to but if i want to reference or go look at something yeah, that's the one i haven't done that with this book yet but i know i probably will yeah i did keep it Actually, on Audible, you can even highlight something. Really? Yeah, it's I a new feature. That. I love. I, I'm. I'm a. I mean, see, I'm a paper. I gotta hold my books. I'm so old school that way. And my husband hates it. He's like, "How many books are you going to keep?" I just love it. If I if I could have a library in my house, you know, the kind yes. with the the ladder that goes around the whole room. room yes. I would have that for sure, but. I do the audible and the audible, I can plug it in, turn it on my car. I can do it at the gym, you know, on the days that's a slow day on a slow down day, they're going to the gym. I can listen to the audible. So I just, I have, I think I have over 50 books. They rec- just recognize in the library itself. So wow. I audible. yeah, I do. Well, before, as we coming around to the last little bit of the, of our show, what is one of your quote, your go-to quote? Oh my goodness. It really depends on the moment. Um, I think what I use a lot with my clients, because a lot of us, and I said, I'm, I'm a type A recovering, you know, a recovering type A perfectionist. And I think as women, a lot of us struggle with perfectionism. And we always think, especially when we start something new, and I'm 100% guilty of this, is we think we should be further along than yeah. we are. And we have to remember everything started. Like you have to start True. somewhere. And we True. can't, compare our beginning to someone else's middle, you know? And so something I say, and and it's um, that I picked up in the coaching world is progress over perfection. And so I have to remind myself of this. And I have to remind a lot of the women that I work with. In fact, I was talking to even one of my clients just last night. um, We had to go there. Okay. Progress, not perfection. Um, as she's, you know, going towards some next steps in her career that we're working through. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like progress. You're learning. You're you enjoy the journey. Yeah. Sometimes we're so focused on getting to the end or whatever that we forget to even enjoy the journey around us. And I am so 
consequently of, of that. I'm with you. I am too. That is, I love that. I have to say I have two this episode. So the first one is, let go back to the book that we read, the, um, the book on the shelf. Well, actually I'm reading Change, was it Change to Sing by um, Amanda Gorman. She was a young lady that did this president. She was at the um, presidential. She did the presidential poem reading, but she has a book out. So I got to um, actually listen to her talk about the book and I read, listened to the book. So one of the quotes of the book I love from her, what she had put is we, we not come to play. We come to win. Mm -hmm. I need women to understand there's a difference between the two play to me means you're just doing the norm. You know, you're out here just doing, running and doing the, doing the, what society expects you to do. But when you're coming to win, you're doing it for yourself and you're standing out and you're being the ex or the ex normal, as I said, or the extraordinary, as I always say as well. So that's my first one. And then today I listened to Drew Barrymore. I'm, I am a pod podcast junkie. Even though I have my eye, I'm not even going to lie. I am a podcast junkie. So today I listened to her podcast and today she says, know what you don't want. How many times do we have so much sitting in something or someone sitting in our space and we've allowed to absorb it instead of letting it go? And that that was a powerful, those two stuck out this week for me. So those were my power ones. I love it. It's so true though. I love all the quotes. I'm always writing. Me too. Me too. I I created my own recently too, especially because for women, we burn ourselves out trying to do it all. And so I created one saying to have it all, we feel we have to give it all. And sometimes we end up losing it all. So you can have it all, just sometimes not all at the same time. So we have to learn how to prioritize. So I love that. I love that. We're going to have, we will definitely post that for everyone to credit because that was good. That was so good. Well, before we wrap it up or get the last two, where can everybody find you at? Yeah. So my website, although it will be updated soon, because I originally started on the health path, then it's kind of evolved from there is Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N dot. Actually, that's my email. Sorry, Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Greek, like I'm from Greece, G-R-E-E-K dot com. If you're interested in learning on about how to pursue success in a healthier way, definitely reach out and I'd love to jump on a discovery call with you. Um, the other thing is, is I have a private Facebook group for women um, that I also have, and it's Ideally You Coaching Corner. So you can always join that if you just want some inspiration and tips. We've got that going on in there, too. I will definitely drop it in the feed so you guys can. If you're like me, I'm so busy trying to just listen that when I write down, my mind is already just focusing on the person talking. So I will drop it in the feed so you guys will know where you can find her. You guys stay, get connected so you guys can live a healthier life. Because that's the only way you're going to get to your what's next. You know, you got to get, we got to get rid of the, all the I can'ts and the what ifs and everything else so you can get there. So, so much. So what is your win for this week? Oh my goodness. Well, being here with you is a win. I love this. Anytime, honestly, anytime I can get the word out, I'm so just passionate about women and just women just feeling empowered to 
take control of their lives and live life to the fullest, I think is the most important thing. And it doesn't need to look exactly like what everybody thinks it needs to. Um, I think that's the most in, um, important thing. And I'm trying to think, you know, I think it's just anytime I can empower women, which is almost, you know, whenever I meet with a client, I, yeah. I just get excited. So those are my wins for this week. I probably need, you know, and it's funny because in my, um, in my, planner I write down my wins every day and I haven't even done that yet but that's what I would say <laughs> so far. I'm with you I'm always writing my win down every day too so true so true yes. I just to say my win is again having another amazing co-host that has dropped I mean I have two pieces of paper of notes and I hope you guys have too this has been such an empowerment in my day and what way to do it is on National Women's Day right it was so much fun. Well, you know what? I want to thank you for joining me. This was a blast. Like I knew it would be anyways when we first connected. It was a blast. But thank you for even coming and taking the time out of your day to join me and all the guests out here and empowering us with all your wisdom. I so appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you. It was such a pleasure for me. So I just appreciate you asking me. Oh, no worries. So before we close it out, any lasting words for our audience? I think, you know, the one thing I would just say, ladies, you know, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. So my, I know that's, I, I'm the biggest at saying like <laughs> coin phrases, but I really feel a transformation starts inside in the mind first. And when you can work on that and how you think and believe about yourself, so much opens up and, and is possible for you. So that's what I really want you to focus on is just know that you are worthy and you are, you are an amazing being. So believe it and achieve it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for those empowering words. So everybody, our time is up. I cannot believe it. Again, it went so, no, it went so fast. Before we go, everyone, I want everyone to understand as we have empowered you, know that you have one life. Live it to your life and no one else. Take advantage of what, all that you have, especially here. And we are your tribe. We are your here. If I cannot help you, as I say, I have thousands of empowering women as such as my co-host. Know that today is the only day. And if anyone has not told you, you rock and you're amazing. And so go out here and go after your what's next. Until next week, you guys, with another co-host. Right, you rock. <laughs> Until next week, everyone, take care of yourselves when I have another amazing co-host. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the What's Next podcast for women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.